with that, we're going to change perspectives. Sweep across Faerun. Hundreds of miles away. To the northeast. To the Great Dales. On the route that cuts between the Forest of Lether and the Rollinswood. The main vein of trade and travel from the east and west. So-called Great Road. On this very road, two large armies of thousands prepared to clash. On one end are the invading hordes of the tyrants of Tiamat, and the defenders hail the banner of the League of Bahamut. At their head is Razwar Shaxus, Palano Tempest, Spawn of Bahamut, and Enialis, our gunslinger, futurist gunslinger. Together, they prepare to mobilize as the battle is about to begin. So, you're in a, the commander's tent. It's beset with military equipment and a copious amount of maps. Uh, when crack, it's just you two right now, but there's a crack in the front flap that announces the presence of one of your uh, commanding officers. What is it? The door opens. Well, the flap opens. And you see this well-scarred, decorated veteran, a gold dragonborn, Temperius Sendar, an old hammer of Tempest who won his freedom from the warrior's rest after supporting the assault on the Githyanki castle. Hmm. He salutes you. General Shaxus, Sir Anialis, I have the report you requested. Go ahead. The combined armies of Say, Thesk, and Rashomon are upon us. They are readying and will be upon us in minutes. Powerful mages, cultists, who have summoned countless demons, devils, creatures of the Underdark, Dwegar forces, and Tiamat-worshipping hordes of kobolds and wyverns comprise the bulk of their army as well as conscripted cutthroats of all strength. Sounds easy enough to deal with. Are we sure that easy? We are outnumbered. And there's something else. What's that? Two chromatic dragons have been identified among them. The ancient green dragon and black dragons, Thuthix and Ush. We are outnumbered to be sure. That we weren't counting on. I see. And how our forces feel? Morale is low. We have many contingents of elven archers from Evereska, hammers of Tempest, two dwarven bruiser platoons led by your friend Gundan Rockseeker, Cormiel cavalry, infantry, and pikemen from across the Sword Coast, host of Icewind Dale warriors, barbarians, and some cavalry. A few wizards, but not much else. That lacking in the magic department. Hmm. Nothing in that list sounds like a good idea to face dragons. No. Well, except for one, of course. If we do not stop these dragons from approaching our, our army, we will be decimated. I'm afraid you must also know our forces, the ones that were supposed to bolster us from Vexalanthus, a dragon host has been waylaid in the south by Harluran Separatists and Dambrath. And our air support, Water Heavy and Griffin Battalions, have been waylaid by storms as well. Sir Nialis, we only have you and Takiendia for the air. We'll make two. That's suicide. We have no other choice. I'm not going to send our armies to an inevitable death with no benefit. We need them to fight the uh, enemy on the ground. We'll have to deal with those dragons ourselves. General? <sighs> Tell the cavalry to mount up. I'll lead them myself. We'll swing around this back. Take care of their summoners. Can't let their numbers continue to grow. Right, then, battle will begin. Indeed. Anything else? You have the front lines. Lead them well. Oh. I trust Dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Dad? Yeah, that's true. Uncle Dad. <laughs> Alright, very good. Do you have a plan, any of us? Well, considering only Taki and I can reach them... 
I don't really think there's much choice but the uh, direct approach. I can <clears throat> try to fire from a distance, but... Yeah, dragons of that power, it's not going to take them long to close in. Mm. Well, may Tempest be with you. With you as well, my friend. Okay, with that you head out? Yes. Roswell, uh, let's give me initiative, please. We'll see. Who gets in the front first? Ten. Four. <laughs> All right, and Alice, you're up first. So you're going to take to the front line then, Razwar? You're not standing behind like a general and giving orders? Oh, no. All right, and Alice. That would be very un like uh, You're going first then. Okay. All right. You exit the tent, and you see, uh, I mean, this is just a huge... Uh, army encampment, mm -hmm. right? There's torches burning, banners all over the place, uh, soldiers getting Tense ready. As far as the eye can oh, see. Oh, yeah, absolutely. On both sides. And then there's a bit of a dip in the road, and at the other end, you see an army that is howling and wailing and ready. Um, okay. And you do not see two dragons that they were mentioned. So you activate your. Yep. And my visor. Your dad visor? Okay. <laughs> and then. You see, you get like a faint targeting reticle up in the air, but it's almost like it won't uh, catch on. So Is it up like above the clouds? Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's likely where they're hiding. Hoping we won't see them coming, perhaps. Hmm. And off to the left of your tent, you see this beautiful, strong but slim topaz dragon. Hmm. You know, your childhood friend, or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> I don't know, it's been six months. Uh, she, she awaits you, and, and you hear telepathic as you enter the tent. And she says, Any, what's the situation? We've got a tough one. We've got to take out a couple of the dragons that they have helping. And the dragon looks at you and, you know, kind of cocks one eye. Okay, I'll keep you safe no matter what. As long as you stay safe as well, my dear. Are you ready? As ready as I'm ever going to be. Okay, so we'll get to the front line of the war with you, Razwar, but an hour we're going to take to the skies with you anyhow. Well, I'm assuming to get up there, I'm going to have to uh, ride on her in her dragon form. Correct, she's already in dragon form. Correct. Oh, she's yeah, 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 already yeah. moved. Okay, yeah. more. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and uh, kind of hop up to her uh, back. Okay. She roars, and they kind of rouse up the army a little bit. Uh, and then, with powerful wingbeats, just takes off straight into the sky. I'm accustomed to this at this point. Yeah, so you just hang on like a... like you accustomed to riding her? Wait, is this a bear joke, John? Is, oh, is this no. a bear joke? Oh, no. <laughs> okay. All right, you... In a totally wholesome manner. Absolutely. Uh-huh. You blast in through the sky, uh, and then your target uh, right to go kind of catches on. And you can see, uh, not them, but outlines of two giant dragons. Still kind of obscured by the clouds. Well, you're still in the clouds, unless you don't want to. No, let's stay in the clouds. Okay. I I'm kind of cheating here, so be like to be able to get a little bit of surprise on these two, if at all possible. Okay. There's a small cloud break, enough where you can see better now with your uh, enhanced vision. And you see... Just kind of floating around, but above like some cloud cover. There's this hardened black dragon uh, with a large scar that runs through its eye, only down its back, and then another one across its wings. Uh, and then another dragon, this very cool, cool. aggressive-looking uh, green dragon, based on you know their countenance, their face, mm -hmm. and it looks like they have like melted gold pieces like all over its skin, uh, and so it kind of shines with this gilded brightness. Uh, and they're kind of just grumbling and roaring and, and looking. What, like buying their time to approach the battlefield. I, with the telepathic communication with Taki, mm -hmm. I, I asked her to move so that we can try to fire our first shot at the black dragon from the side, and which is blinded. Okay. Of course, any this is. It's not an even fight. I know, dear, but we have to stop them from reaching the army, or else they will be wiped out from above. Okay. You are up first. Okay. So you can fire at advantage from the cloud cover. Alrighty. I'm going to uh, target the black one again with? first with my rifle. Okay. 
Are you running the tsunami? Mm hmm. Alright. Oh, you said from advantage. Yeah. What? I like the music. <laughs> 30. 30, that's a hit. Okay. Oh no. Okay, now I'm worried about what's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm gonna have the I'm like a little like. Ah. <laughs> uh. Looking at uh, 29 for the first attack. 29? Okay, mm -hmm. that hits. So, as you fire up your charge, and it shoots a, this uh, electromagnetic energy, shoots a hole through the cloud cover. Uh, just a small hole. Yeah, it shoots through. And then it uh, hits and pierces and blows off like a bunch of black dragon scales. And there's a roar, and then they both turn to you. Uh, and... It begins now, dear. Oh, Okay. And, okay, so, <laughs> it's, uh, it's uh, yikes, okay, so these dragons, uh, roar and, and, like, beeline towards you. Uh, at this point, uh, what's your initiative, was 20? 21. Okay, so Taki's gonna, uh, close her eyes, and, like, this, this shield of, like, uh, it looks like a psionic shield of, it's, like, wavy energy in front of you, mm -hmm. uh, that starts as a bubble and then kind of compresses onto you, uh, and you're given, like, a, a shield. Okay. Basically, all right? And how right. far away are they now? Uh, they're probably like 100 feet. I'm going to do one more attack. Okay. Still at advantage? Yeah. Okay. They don't know where you are, but they're going your direction. Okay. 28. That's it. Good job. Good, good, good. Keep rolling. Oh, you're rolling pretty good. Oh, my God. So I'm the next one was 18. 18 to hit or damage? Damage. Okay. And then I'm going to go ahead, if I can, yes. on this round, use my action surge. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah, absolutely, you might want to. I'm going to go ahead and fire the uh, tsunami again. Okay. This is why we never break up the party. 30. That's correct. Mm -hmm. All right, that's, that's both a hit. So you aim, right? Yeah. As you fire and just take a deep breath, and then fire again, another quick shot in succession. Okay, so they, they both hit. Let me get your damage. Okay. So 24 on that hit. Okay. And then another follow-up shot. All right, you're just attacking the black dragon or the green dragon? Just this all on black dragon. All right, so some shots fire, and like one hits the wing, another hits the face, and like scales fly off. You don't pierce through, but you see there's like dragon blood that shoots off under uh, clouds nearby, like tinting mm -hmm. the red. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, oh. Last attack is 23. Okay, that's it. Okay. 21 on that. Okay, that's a hit too. No, damage. Oh, damage? Okay. I already did this. Got hit. it. Okay. <laughs> the dragons are right upon you, and the first thing the black dragon does, who's been wounded, uh, but quickly recovers, they're ancient dragons, you fought before, it does like a, a breath of necrotic energy, uh, it swipes from its mouth, and like slowly clears the, uh, the cloud cover in front of you, uh, at which point, Taki, uh, Definitely avoids the attack from out of the way, so uh, give me a deck saving throw, please. 21. 21. Okay, uh, alongside her, you kind of duck and grab onto her, and the mist goes up above you. Uh, just kind of, you just smell like burning acid. Uh, that kind of then comes down. Yeah, unfortunately, I'm familiar with the smell at this point. Really? We've been at this war for a while now. I, I suppose that's true, yeah. Okay, so back to the top now. Uh, Taki is going to take a turn. And then she closes just her right eye. And then suddenly you are teleported behind them both. And she turns and uh, she fires off uh, her breath of, of psionic. So it's just a, uh, it, you can't even see it, but it's like waves oh, yeah. of sonic energy. And they're just both kind of a shimmer yeah, in the flash air. forward. Uh, and now it's your turn. You can attack advantage from behind. Alrighty. Is he just like floating in the air? Who is? Any Alice? He's. I would hope you're on top of the dragon, right? Oh, she it, teleported it, me. He teleported both. Oh! <laughs> 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 okay, sorry. Yeah. I was, okay. Yeah. Anyway. Thank you. Thank being clear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, Goodbye. Why? I love you no longer. Anyway. Advantage. So. Yeah. Going ahead and uh, opening with tsunami again. Okay. Um, I need all your damage. Twenty-six to hit. Okay. You can quickly regain your posture and you uh, situate yourself just in a sniper position, firing across from, uh, you know, right to the side of her head. Mm -hmm. 20 damage on the first attack, okay. second attack's a 28 to hit. Alright. 15 damage on that one. Okay. Alright, so once again, there's just blood flying out, uh, but these dragons, 
they just turn around and they barely wince at this. Yeah, I kind of expect The green dragon turns first uh, and unleashes its breath weapon. And another spray of acid-like uh, venom shoots yeah. out. Uh, and another deck save, please. Are these at advantage or no? No. Okay, this is that's not so good. It's only an eight. All right, eight. Taki, Taki gets <laughs> Taki gets hit by some of it, and her scales on her left leg begin to like melt away, uh, exposing kind of just you see like skin and, and muscle, mm -hmm. uh, and she kind of like shrieks in your head. Uh, at this point, the black dragon goes in and just tackles Taki from the side, <laughs> and you're shoved in. So give me an acrobatics check, please. Nineteen. Okay, that, uh, unfortunately, is not enough. Mm -hmm. So, you are tossed from Taki into the air as she kind of goes sideways and the Black Dragon just kind of begins attacking her, clawing her viciously, uh, and she's in a lot of pain. You hear, I, I, I can hear it in yeah, my head, yes. It's like, and then, as you're, you're kind of going there and you're trying to maybe try to get a hold of what you can to get back into Taki, the Green Dragon grabs you on his claw. And uh. as <laughs> and you, so you can't you can't get your weapons or anything. You're just blocking yeah. this. And as he begins to go for you, all you see is a black maw in front of you, a giant green dragon. Uh, you hear. I've faced death before. Oh yeah, you have. You hear? Any? No! Please forgive me. And then a portal opens around the area, encompasses all three dragons, and sucks them away. And portal closes. And as you see, the maw just kind of goes away. It's just being sucked out in this portal. And all three are gone. I'm now falling from the sky. I guess you are. <laughs> Back to you, Razwar. No. You take like 20,000 DA. Can you survive? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> all right, Razwar. It's not so, you are at the front lines of the battle now. You ride as you begin to prepare for the battle and see where you want to approach the cavalry. You crest up this hill, uh, the side of the, this, the main road here. On the other side, you see that the myriad of, of these nefarious creatures, and they're all, again, grunting and roaring, and they're all preparing for battle. They're ready. They're like spears forward, swords up, banners ready. Uh, and as you crest this hill on the other side, there is this mysterious figure. From your perspective, it's likely to be the commander on their side. It's a, they're in a suit of jagged obsidian armor, and on its chest, as far, if you squint enough, you can see the five-headed insignia, the amount on the chest. A cowl oh. covers her face, which obscures it completely, and they raise an axe as if to signal forces to charge. That one's mine. <sighs> All right, so... Before she can even send her signal to march, yes, I'm going to uh, give my unit of cavalry the order to charge and blare a warhorn. Okay. Can I do that? <laughs> okay. What, what are you What are you saying? Forward! The leader's there. Take her head. And you hear a unified. Uh, give me a sorry. Give me a persuasion, please, at advantage. And you hear a unified cheer from your um, your side of the field. And you hear for Bahamut, for Commander Shaxus. Uh, uh oh. Uh, that is a twenty-five. Twenty-five. Okay, your troops are rallied. So they're, they're ready for war. And you hear a war horn on the other side as well. And as this other commander puts their axe forward, this, this axe made of bone, uh, their troops begin to charge as well. So it's like... And then they clash. Well, they're going to clash, but what would you like to do? What would I like to do? Yeah. I'm wanting to lead the cavalry unit through the side of their ranks. Okay. Just before I head us in that direction, I'm going to take some of my... Uh, Special salve that allows me to see dragons. Oh, funny. Because uh, I don't want to see any surprises. Okay. Uh, you see no dragons anywhere, not even above you. Hmm. 
Don't show us the B some. <laughs> okay, so you're gonna. So the Paris is leaving the front charge, and you're going around the side as obscured as you can to do like a, a flank. Yes. Okay. All right. You at this point, the front of your forces begins to clash and engage. There's just a striking of swords and ah, like that sounds. Many that sounds. Mm. Uh, uh, okay. So it appears right now they they have stronger forces than you. So they're being they're being pushed. Uh, okay, so you're gonna crest around the side, and, and looks like they have not noticed you as you come down from the side. All right. Lance is steady. Lance is weapons, steady. Weapons ready. Weapons ready. And so your whole unit of cavalry. Uh, some are. It's mostly horses. Uh, there's some giant salamanders. <laughs> and yeah, so they all charge forward. And the unsuspecting side of the enemy is is pierced. So you charge in. So you're gonna go in and attack. Oh yeah. Okay. I'm not going to ask you for roll to hit, but I want you to roll for damage and see how many people you kill. All right. Uh, just to... And you're welcome to use smite, whatever you want. Whatever's going to be the biggest number. Whatever's going to give me the biggest number? You know it. Oh, man. These magic and arrows are raining on both sides. All right. I guess I'm expending a, level, expending a level three spell slot for the biggest numbers. Oh, wait, I forgot there's clerics of Akadi here. I forgot about that. In the back, you see some people who are pulling back or getting healed, right? The growing, <laughs> glowing uh, green energy, healing energy. Oh, yeah, there's just people. Okay. The players are just throwing healing potions to the front line, just breaking the yeah. back of their heads. <laughs> so oh, I feel that. <laughs> 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 the total was 38 damage. 38 damage? Okay, you charge in with the cavalry to your left and right. You take your battle axe and you just tell me how you kill 38 dudes. <laughs> <laughs> As you charge oh, in, you just leap into, swoop into their flanks. Oh wait, and you're about, you're on your mount, right? I assume. Yes, I am riding. Uh, Veros? Veros. Yes. The white horse of Tempest. And every time this the horse of Tempest. Oh yeah, actually, when it every step it takes, like it, there's like bl a pool of bloods and like blood petals shoot out from behind uh, its footsteps. It's gallop steps. Does it have a magical way to keep its fur white and not red? From blood? No, no, no it loves being not covered. Not It's just like literally That's fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Kill thirty-eight uh, minions of Tiamat. All right. So, so minions usually have like one hit point, so thirty-eight damages. Leading the charge, I've obviously surprised them. Yes. So the first guy, I just had my axe held out to my side. Yes. Not even swinging it, and he just gets scythed. <laughs> a head rolls and falls on the ground. Which just brings me, you know, I start swinging from the left to the right. Yep. Um, aiming for anyone with a, a spear. Anyone that could turn and stop our charge. Okay. Because I gotta let the guys behind me keep going forward. Okay, there's some kobolds and, and goblins and you slice through them easily. Like, just the torsos are just chopped in half by the strength of your divine, you know, might through your axe and the power of Tempest. And I'm just going to start, it's just clear-cutting. With okay, one, one, one singular focus of heading towards that black cloaked figure with an axe. No one here can overtake you, so it's just slicing uh, red rum everywhere, and there's just blood just spills over your armor, and like uh, almost like a, a painting, a Jackson Pollock painting, right? Just <laughs> and all, over the, all over the mountain, too. Just left there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and yeah, you hear like... These cries, and then as you push it with the cavalry on the side, right, uh, it breaks their front line. Your troops are able to push forward. So I need another uh, persuasion roll, like rallying cry, please. Keep moving forward! Yeah! For glory! For honor! For tempest! Who? No, 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 <laughs> well, it's some hammers of tempest. They're like Spartan, basically. You go, they, you know, they gotta filter in through your pikemen, and they take down like a hundred dudes for every. It's war. Don't you love it? Absolutely. <laughs> Alright, my inspiring cry was not as good this time. Okay. Uh thirteen. Because they were confused by the <laughs> 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 Uh okay, thirteen. Now to rally them, so it's a bit of a stalemate right now, uh, as far as like the give or take of mm -hmm. of land of land of front. So at this point. You begin to still push forward, and you're kind of cutting through their uh, swath into the side, and the, their army is kind of crumbling uh, at least a little bit. And you see their back line, they have a, a ton of like cleric, cultists, and uh, priests, and so forth. They begin to chant. 
and you see like a, a summoning circle begin to form underneath. Oh no. Alright, um, I'm gonna yell orders. Okay. The rest of you, charge the summoners! Ignore the circle! We can't! It's just some random guy. <laughs> They're in front of us! The archers! I'll take the archers. You head straight for the summoners! Okay, the cavalry try to go through, but they're stopped by larger, like, ogres and other bigger creatures in the back line. The circle begins to intensify, and there's a lot of chanting. <laughs> um, alright then, uh, I wish to get past them, because someone has to stop this crap. Okay. Um, I'm gonna charge straight <laughs> towards, I'm gonna start one of these giant blocking creatures. Sure. Um, but the moment I get, like, right in his face, and he's barreling down on me. Yeah. It's roaring with frustration. Um, I'm going to misty step me and my horse past him. Oh, like, yeah, that's right. The fact the horse, wow, it's this giant ogre with, with this uh, great club. Come down with this on you. And then, as, as, as he about to hit you, just as teleport straight behind him and just falls. And as he does, his head's down where the cavalryman just stabs him through the neck uh, and just falls down. Okay. And behind him, uh, and there's not much here. There's a semicircle and just some clerics there. Uh, it looks like the ritual is almost finishing. I... Is what you hear. I'm not stopping. Okay. Uh, right. Well, you're going to roll the damage. Do you have any clerics you kill? <laughs> Evil cleric slash cultist. That was a bad... <laughs> bad, bad, bad cleric. Bad. Yes. All right. I'm only going to expend a level one spell slot. Okay. There's a, there's a giant circle of them. Come on, come on. Uh, 22. Like your total damage? Yes. All right, you get your axe, and you kind of just, like, lawnmower these. <laughs> as you go in the circle, and they begin to fall. Uh, and as you're going through all this stuff, you're taking some incidental damage uh, through all this. Uh, total of, like, 18 slashing damage so far to you, okay? 18 to me? Okay. Yes. All right, and you cut through them, you know, heroically. Uh, and many, many fall, and the semicircle begins to uh, crackle and almost fade but then almost <laughs> yes <laughs> almost fade um there is a head that begins to pop up pop up from the circle and then two giant hairy arms and then lifting itself up as it's coming from hell itself you see a giant Baylor. This thing's probably as it as it reaches up and there's like it's like there's tremors around you so you can barely stay on your mount. Standing dozens of feet tall, ten thousand pounds. This thing is as tall as like a mountain almost, uh, at least from your perspective. There's this powerful aura of darkness that envelops its grotesque form. It's got deep red skin and a pair of bat massive you ever seen a ball rug before? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> massive bat-like wings, venom-dripping fangs, fearsome claws, and it's got a sword in one hand that's crackling with lightning and a multi-tailed uh, like whip on the other hand. And as soon as it gets up, it, it just is this, this bellow uh, that causes the whole battlefield to shake. And then the first thing it does is it just starts taking swipes. <laughs> takes a step forward, it can literally reach your army from where it's at, even past its own troops, and just kills like one or two hundred of your troops in every single swipe. And mm. morale is devastated. Even your most staunchest warriors begin to like, tremble in fear and start to run. Are you still falling out of the sky? <laughs> <laughs> short rest so I can use my action surge again on my way down. Yeah. You're way, way in the back lines. Alright, this guy is a bit big. Sure could use a dragon to fight this guy. Probably. You gonna come back me up in the arrows? What's actually? <laughs> so as you look at your position in combat, and this giant Baylor begins to take steps that just crash into the earth, uh, these footprints that are 30 feet by 20 feet in width, uh, and just decimating your army. Uh, to your side is rides Temperius. Mm. Commander! What is it? We must order a retreat! Fall back to the cold lands! Do it! Lead the men away! Orderly retreat! Okay. You, thankfully, on that cry, the people who are, the individuals who are trying to fight, uh, take safe positions and begin to do a, what is, rearward advance. Yes. Did I get that right? 
Okay. Uh, and Temperius looks at you and taps his shoulder. He says, Even true warriors of Tempest know when the getting's good. Razor, it's an honor to fight alongside you. Share the battlefield. Let's go. A true warrior of Tempest doesn't run away. Okay. So, I, while I, everyone I else... We, nice, nice, nice. Okay, okay. While yeah. everyone else leaves and there's this giant thing that's just swatting us like yeah, flies... correct. I'll get its attention. So it stops attacking my army. What would you like to do to do that? Um, let's go with... Do I have anything that can smite a giant creature? You could hit its toe. <laughs> hmm. You will be the table oh, no. of toe stubbing. TPK today, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna suck, right? Um, I'm not even hurt yet. <laughs> oh, yes, uh, think about terminal velocity. Fall that kills you. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah, right. stop the end. I'm just gonna try and yell okay. over the whole din of the entire war, and scream, "You there, tiny!" <laughs> <laughs> uh, you hear, it stops and takes its uh, and looks around at you, and its giant tail-like whip, uh, whip-like tail, hits you and hits your horse, and you both go flying to the side uh, and fall to the ground as Baylor continues to rip through its rip through your army, which much much less now because at the move at the rate it moves, your army can kind of pull back. Mm. As you, I assume, try to recover. Yes, I don't want to lay there. <laughs> uh, so your mount gets unsummoned from beneath you from damage. All right. Uh, and around you, uh, there is no longer hear the cries of war as much because what you do hear and see is a pillar of frame, a pillar of flame right in front of you begin to shoot up, and another one until you're completely encased around like a this circle of fire. It's like. Not just regular fire, it's like purple fire. Oh no. Oh my god. Purple fire? Yes. Alright. Maybe that's just being a bugger. And. What would you like to do? Alright. Who is it then? Who's next? And upon that, you hear a. And a. And a. And through the pillar of flame, head rolls. It's Temperius' head. Lifeless, just his head. Blood spills out and falls right in front of your feet. Back he goes. I look at his head and Tempest thanks you. It's just when you say that, that walking through this fire itself is that mysterious figure, the other commander, in obsidian armor with five headed human insignia on its mm -hmm. chest plate. Wields two axes, two axes, and a cowl still covers his face. Yet you can see two red eyes just glowing like hot embers. You can tell from their body that they are a dragonborn, just like you. But you can see the left arm of this dragonborn isn't armored, but it's almost like a clawed prosthetic arm. Okay. They troll two axes. Oh man! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Flourish them. And they say nothing. <laughs> Shit. Oh my god. Initiative. We haven't met this person in this campaign. No, we have not. No, we have not. Okay. I have a 14. 14? Okay. Alright, uh, this figure goes first. They rush forward at you. Uh, okay. And they take the two mighty axes. And with one, uh, with one arm, he just shoves you. Uh, and you block it with your shield, uh, and as you do, he takes his other one and axes you straight in the side, and it cuts through your armor, uh, and you begin to bleed down your side. Mm. Mm. Okay. Your turn. I think the figure says nothing but grunts. I've been waiting for someone actually tough like you. Sure. Let's see how much you can take. Oh, I need to give you damage, sorry. Mm. I guess I can have some of that. Yeah. Uh, it's 18 points and of damage. 18? Yes. 18 plus 8. Alright. Alright then. So my first thing is going to be as a bonus action mm -hmm. of amenity. So what I was just saying. 
I was waiting for someone like you. So okay. all my attacks against him are going to be at advantage. Uh, at advantage. Okay. Uh, you summon the, the power of Tempest, and it overtakes this small battlefield, and you are empowered through it. You seeing this? <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm going to assume that a 14 doesn't hit him. No, it doesn't. All right. Second attack. Okay. A 25. Ah, uh, that's it. All right, yes, so I need to get some damage in, so I will expend a level 3 slot. Okay. Divine Smite. I will Divine Smite him. All right, your axe begins to glow gold and red from the blood of your enemies. For 37 points of damage. 37 points of damage. Oh, wow, okay. Uh, the um, individual here, uh, you come down with your axe, and he puts up one axe to try to block it, but you bash right through it and cleave into uh, his upper chest area. Okay, uh, it's his turn. So, he's going to attack again. Uh, the first thing he's going to do is kick you. Uh, that's it. And as he does that, he's going to throw an axe straight at your face. Uh, mm -hmm. that's nice. <laughs> so he kicks you. Uh, that is 16 points of bludgeoning damage. He kicks you and you fall back and you get the wind knocked out of you. And an axe comes forward. And at the last second you raise your shield up and it catches into your shield, but cuts it in half, and your shield breaks. Mm. Axe falls to the ground, uh, but uses the rest of his movement to slip down and recovers it. He's right in front of you. You're up. He's just kind of staring you down. Axes at the ready. They're bloodied. Let's just have a whole all-out, you know, like, fist fight here. So you're not going to your axe? No, I mean, just oh, like... okay, just like... Back right. and forth. So you two begin to clash now, just axe and axe, and uh, you don't have a shield, but go ahead and roll your damage. Roll yeah, yeah, roll the All right, that is a 29. Okay, that's a hit. I'll expend my last third level spell slot. Okay. For 29 points of damage. Wow, okay. All right, so you're bashing into him, and he's now, uh, you're kind of both equally uh, bloodied in this case. All right, my second attack. Yeah. It's like, ugh! For 28. Okay, that's also hit. Alright, I will drop one of these dice. Spend a second level spell slot. Mm -hmm. 31. 31 points of damage. Okay. Cow, he looks up at you, points one finger at you, and says, Oh, I know what that is. Die. And he has power word kill. Are you under 100 hit points? Am I under 100 hit points? Yes. Sadly, yes. You're Come dead. On. There's no save. Power word kill. You just die if you're below 100 hit points. But Razzmo, you're not just any ordinary Dragonborn, are you? No, I'm not. Con save, please. <laughs> What's happening? The GM is bullying so us. <laughs> That's how power kill works. You literally die if you're under 100, under 100 hit points. I'm going to this game right now. It's like what if you're over 100 hit points? Heavy breathing. You take 100 points of damage, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I could have lived through that if I had decided to heal myself that turn. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm cutting my heels off. Hmm. Con save, you say. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, sixteen. Okay. You don't die. You feel death at death door, like death walking over you. Uh, but you fall to one knee. Your weapon drops because you can't speak, or move, or even feel anything. And all you can see is really just a hazy, hazy vision. And then the figure finally. In one fell motion, raises their cowl, and you see the face of this battle-scarred dragonborn. Scales, his scales like in his face, you can see from neck to head, are tattooed in every chromatic color. Red, white, blue, green, black. Hmm. Uh, and he looks at you, down at you, while he's cresting his arm. And he says, I am Alcon, you risen! Praise to you, Matt. My queen, I serve you beyond death. I will safeguard your rise. Now, you, you and I, are bound by the twin dragons of creation. We are slated by destiny to fight until the last moment, until her victory. Spawn of Bahamut. So, 
I have no choice but to keep you alive. But I have not forgotten that I was once. And he takes his axes and throws the blood off them and cheats them. Once, Akon the Cruel. And I will have you share my fate. Prepare for your worst nightmare! And he grabs your face. Oh no, no. war has ended. Peace <laughs> is everywhere. He grabs. You're gonna tattoo your face. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> Join me in the face. Now he grabs with your with uh, with his metal uh, clawed hand. He grabs you and it pierces into your skin. You begin to uh, flow blood right from your bust to your scales. And then with his other hand, he goes in to your eye socket <laughs> and grabs at your eye, throws it to the ground, and crushes it with his armored foot. Then he goes into his pack. And he brings out another eye shriveled black and red bloodshot and one mm-hmm. as he grimaces he oh! sinks it into your eye socket and it grabs itself immediately on you and it begins a slit opens up like a cat's eye yellow and oh! razor to you he says he lets you go and you crumple to the ground you barely look up the eye of vecna is now yours Swanabon. See that you use it well, and don't let that bastard consume your soul before I have a chance to rip your body into a thousand shreds! Praise Tiamat. He turns <laughs> and walks out past the flames. As I, uh, kind of like fall over? Yeah. Necromancers are lame. <laughs> you can barely get out. It's, you at least you think you're sounding it out, but as you fall to the ground, uh, you feel like yourself. But you feel very powerful, very, very powerful. Any else? Back to you. Cut to. You're falling from the sky. In my head, I'm screaming, Taki. Okay. Unfortunately, I'm grasping my hand. You don't feel. You don't feel or hear anything. Not even like at a at a telepathic level. What would you like to do? Again, you're just kind of free falling at this point. Probably like 15,000 15, feet up. Sprout wings, please. I'm suddenly an angel. No. <laughs> Last time I saw someone falling from this height, Cotty rescued them. Not quite this height, but yes. Send a friend to Cotty, get your candles out! <laughs> I don't think that's going to work for me. 14,000 feet. Can I see below yet? Oh, yeah. I mean, I didn't know if I was still above the cloud level. Oh, you've broken the cloud level at this point. Okay. Yeah, Do I see... see the giant critter walking around, stomping on oh, me out? Yeah, it looks bad. It looks really bad. Seems uh, our sacrifice. 13,000 feet. Didn't do anything. 12,000 feet. Oh well. <laughs> oh well! <laughs> Sorry! <laughs> 11,000 feet. Oh my god! <laughs> it was gonna end sometime. <laughs> Six month uncle, that you said? Uh-huh. <laughs> I pull out the pipe. Whoa, that's that is that's the biggest Chad move ever. I'm just falling, I'm just <sighs> ten thousand feet. You could really use an airship about now. Nine thousand. I feet. blow a little airship yeah. shape. Angle your pipe. Fall the fall on the demon, he's really big. <laughs> As you cushion, you'd still die. You'd, you'd pick like I don't know, one thousand feet. People have fallen out of airplanes to survive without parachutes. Not as as the, the smoke comes in. And you kind of resign to your fate. You look down. So how there's, are you resigning to your fate? Yeah. It's there's some crackling below you, and then and a portal opens. Well then, I kind of make sure I'm aiming myself towards it. You're gonna go in. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm only going splat. And the portal closes behind you. 
Now, you find yourself... You're not in there anymore. I gathered. You are instead in a small enclosed room. In front of you is a well-groomed old gnome. He's wearing a blue monocle uh, and kind of a steampunk pattern suit. He's got balding hair, a very thick blue mustache. goes almost out to his ears. I don't know where he went. He's Sorry, I can't help you catch him. Is that what you say? Yes. Okay. Uh, he doesn't seem to notice you because he's kind of still feverishly working on some clocks. There's a myriad of clocks, and there's like grandfather, all sort of wall, clock, wall, um, wall clocks all around you. Uh, and they're kind of ticking in this eerie unison. Again, he didn't hear you. Am I standing? You are on this crude wooden chair. Uh, you're shackled with these blue ethereal shackles, hands and legs. Sir? And you hear... Hello there. Oh, hello! Is it... Is it time? It seems so. And the Alice Nilo? Indeed. I see. You know who I am. And he gets up and in all these tools and he kind of just puts them away to the side a little bit. And he puts his... I don't. Almost aside. But I have some idea. He didn't tell me much before he ran off again, but... You perhaps after my father. Hmm. Yes. And you are under arrest. Two counts. Oh. What are those? Aiding and abetting criminal Marcus Nilo and altering the time conduit. I won't apologize for those crimes. I don't see them as crimes. That matters But thank not. you for not allowing me to die as a red mist on the ground. Hmm. Time will tell. Now, your people call me Kronos, timekeeper. <clears throat> Time is my currency. And he leans back in his chair at this point, just as Monaco as he looks at you. You must understand that you have been sentenced, and your time diverges here to pass. What are those? The first is simple. You can spend the rest of your life in chronostasis. Or community service. Oh. And what is community service for you? You must know. Stopping Tiamat from altering our world line. Sounds conveniently just like what we were trying to do anyway. What is your choice? I would stop Tiamat. Service, then. Indeed. Very good. And he gets out a book from uh, one of his side desks, puts it on there. You can't really see what it is from your angle. It opens up, and he gets a stamp out and stamps it. Decided. Very well. I'm afraid there's only one matter left to reprimand. To remand. Which is? Altering the time conduit. In the case of Caecilius versus Vahera, a price must be paid. And what is that price? He lowered his monocles. Well, either I immediately reverse what you have changed, i.e. Cassilius lives, Fasati dies, or I subtract all your remaining years of life, save for one. Time for time is the only currency for this transgression. That sounds fine to me. Take my time. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. Whoa. Okay, you sure? Yes. Okay. He goes to take the stamp. <laughs> and he looks at you. And he stops. And he's kind of struggling and shaking a little bit. But for your selflessness, keep this path open for you. Thank you. Not necessary, but appreciated nonetheless. I have, in my uncounted years, never expected someone. All right. He digs into another drawer and gets something out, and he gets up and walks towards you, walks kind of like in a waddle, and he hands you something. 
Can I actually? Yeah, yeah, you can change. Yeah, you can move and and just. Are you sure about this? Okay. He take. He says, "Take this," and okay. you look at it, and it's it looks what well, you can imagine is like an hourglass, but it's affixed to like a band. But okay. the hourglass is like flat somehow. And <laughs> he says, "Once the sand." Has emptied. Your time will be at its end. Okay. 365 days, no more, no less. That's fine. But off the record, I will tell you. I'm going to adjust this monocle. Mortals always say time changes things. But the reality is, you must change things yourself. Do you understand? I think I do. Very well. Then I will make sure you do not fall into the red mist. That would be appreciated. All right. I would not make it my full 365 days if you simply placed me back where I was before. Hmm. I'm impressed. We're mortal, especially an elf. Family is that important. Really having him kind of like hesitate on his actions. And he goes over to a side, looks like a, some kind of closet at some point, he opens it up, and it's just like space. And he grabs something out of it. He says, It's a closet of holding. <laughs> Take this. It was your father's. Dropped it as he tried to escape my time elementals. And he hands you this shield. Okay. It's a repulsion shield, and we'll talk more about it. Okay. Anything else? By chance, do you know where my engaged went? Oh! What? I do. Is she alive? And safe. Thank you. At no charge. Maybe a second. I would sacrifice any of those. Days, hours, weeks or months. She's okay. And like a tear goes down his eye. Like you can't even imagine a god crying. And he looks at he looks he kind of looks at it strangely. He's never seen anything like this before in his life. <laughs> and hey, perhaps you have altered my timeline, any Alistair? Go, sit your friends, find your lover. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. And am I still shackled to the chair? No. Okay. You are now in a blink of an eye, in a tick of a second. You're nine thousand feet above the <laughs> above the sky, still falling. Well, I thought he was going to uh, place me somewhere a little more safe. Hmm. Wonder if this will work. I attempt to use the shield as a something to land on. Yeah, you put the shield forward, and it kind of it stops a little bit of the air, but you're still falling at the same speed, terminal velocity as last time. Uh, give me perception. So battle's still raging, uh, and you're at eight thousand feet currently. Uh, that would be a twenty-six. Twenty-six. Okay. You hear the squawk of a griffin. Not just any griffin. Remember that one you took care of? Mm-hmm. Here, <laughs> uh, uh, behind you, up to the right. Hey there, buddy. And then you see a griffin, like hurtling down, like, uh, and um, on this griffin is a knight of some kind wearing this winged griffin helmet. And it, uh, as you're falling, uh, the griffin easily overtakes you. And this knight puts out uh, his hand. Got you. Right, it's a bit of a uh, of a. Shudder, you know, but he yeah. grabs you, oh my God, holds so on, and the griffin has a lid. It's like counter flying the way, and this throws you, uh, and you land uh, on your back, on the back of the griffin. Yeah. He's behind this soldier. I appreciate the ride. And the soldier looks back, takes off his helmet, and his whip. The griffin's going to flapping in place there. Re reels himself to be this exceptionally handsome. Oh my <laughs> God. 
long, stuck back, brown black hair, blue eyes, olive complexion. Uh, and he says, Hello, hero. My name is Tristan Santos. I'm commander of Artie's 42nd Griffin Battalion. I only wish I could have been here sooner to fight alongside you. I will say your timing is impeccable regardless. Time is a strange thing. That is... We were way late. kind of glanced down at my arm. Okay. It shines for a second. We were way late in Koromir, but I could not rest easy knowing there's out some people out there suffering. The Sona, he points to the Griffin, and I flew through the night. But it appears we're too late. Damn. Damn. Other way around. Yes. He named his daughter after the Griffin. I love it. <laughs> You've saved my life, which means there is a tomorrow for us to continue the fight. Agreed. Ah, uh, situation looks bad. It does indeed. It appears our army's been routed by that monstrosity. Yeah, they're pretty far forward. Actually, now, with that, what'd you roll? 28. Uh, you notice that what's left behind the army, uh, you see Razwar with your goggles okay. yeah. alone and, like, Looks like he's dead. He's like blood from as much as you can see anyway from this height. I put my hand on the knight's shoulder. Quickly, can you take me down to there? Right, of course. That's and our commander. Griffin swoops down. And you land again. The other, the uh, force team are already pretty far forward. They don't even know it's you. Yeah. Uh, and there's Razwar, who's out of sorts. But yeah. is even before we land, I kind of am jumping off and running over to him. Okay. And shaking him. You with me, buddy? Mm. Uh, yeah, you come to. And I uh. see his eye. <laughs> yeah, you see one eye is shining very brightly. Um, looks like you've had a bit of an experience. Uh, and you see... You can say that. Uh, oh, you feel great. Yes, I can see. Alrighty. I should should be I be worried? To... Shouldn't be able to see... <laughs> Why can I see? Well, your eye is kind of glowing. I'm sorry to interrupt. My name is Dursen Santos. 40 second. Anyways, why if you have it? <laughs> and subscribe. Commander Shaxis, we must go. I see your troops are heading to the Cold Lands. I assume to tomorrow, the capital. Yeah, I told them to retreat. That should be where they're going. Come then. No good if I can take you. Are you okay? No. Need a hand. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too ever. Uh, I will attempt to get on the, the griffin by myself. Okay. Oh, yeah. You feel great. <laughs> Boo. Um, you feel very empowered. All right. So I'm just really confused. Okay. Griffin. Jump on. Alright, uh, and uh, Dristan jumps on as well. And the rest of what happens is kind of just a blur of noise and flash. You fly out over uh, and you all adrenaline, you know, a little sleepy, but you make it to the cold lands up north where you enter uh, a tent. You fall to bed in uh, exhaustion. So the next morning, you hear the gentle chirp of herbs. Perhaps an Owl? Yes. In fact, there's an owl. <laughs> Hello there, little one. Do you have something for us? But it might if be. I flies over and drops the missive on your hand. Alright. You had the same message they did. Okay. If you're needed, airship's coming to get you. Does it also say to John and Amalia? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Any house around war. Uh, I assume you let Razor up? Yeah, I, I wake him up and Razwar. His eye shines very like suddenly it opens uh, and it shines very brightly. Oh, hot. Weird, yeah. And Would you close your eye or something? Jeez. Well, it, it, what? It, it, why? It attenuates after a minute. Uh, anyway, we've been summoned. It seems uh, the different houses have finally come together. We need to get back to the castle. About time. I yelled at them for months. Indeed. You have. Any last words, Razwar? <sighs> Someone bring me a mirror. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> we are going to change venues once again to Behera and Basil, Anyways, have fun. who are uh, going to infiltrate 
the plane of fire, I think. But I think for that, we're gonna wait till next time. What? Yeah. Uh, it was a wild and I think dramatic ride. Uh, so a little bit of a roller coaster left to go. So smite that like button. Leave a comment if you enjoyed any of this. I'm about to leave a comment. I love you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Post our DM for the emotional damage. It's going to be just emotional. All right. Ed, praise to you, Don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs>